Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Backstop Banter. It's your boy hosting, as always, and as per usual, my right. What? And your man over here. Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Um, The guy to my right, Mr. Michael, how are we doing? I am doing okay now. I'm not going to say I've been doing great all day. Excuse me. Um, uh, today was my off day at work, so that was nice, but I woke up with a migraine. I woke up since the kids off to school and my school, wife. School, it's August 18th. Yeah, they actually started a week later than the county. They go to the uh, independent school and they actually started a week later. Wednesday was their first day. So today's day number two. When do you all start school? What? We don't start school until after Labor Day. Seriously? Wow, we always yeah. start in August. Like usually first week of August. Of course, we're usually out mid May, sometimes late May. When are you all out? Like the first week of June. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. You guys are just back a little bit. I don't know. Just what we do. But uh woke up when so told them all goodbye and then uh went back to bed because I had a migraine. And honestly, the migraine did not leave me till about three o'clock today. So been a fun day of just watching some office and catching some z's in between shows or during the shows and not really know what's going on how about you how are you been doing oh you know we're fine as long as i'm watching a yankee game of course recently um but you know other than that i was really playing on i don't i mean i don't know they play on yes so oh yeah that's right they're they're cool. They have their own broadcast network, like all the real teams should. I mean, it's okay. Let me, let me let me send in the good old link to our folks over at the Unwrapped Network, huh? Yeah, that's fine. Because you know, the way that the Yankees have kind of been playing here lately, I didn't know if they'd really have their own network. Since, you well, know, they they down in the dumps, like honestly, the Reds have a better record than them since everybody in baseball August. has a better record than them. Well, that was going to be my next point when you kind of rebuttal against the Reds there, but you know, you already said it. So, what do you, what do you think? It, I'm stupid? No, I don't. Never would have said that, anyways. But the Yankees have really sucked here lately. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think they're four and eleven now in the month of August. They um, have the worst record in August. They've which lost is- five straight series since the first time since two thousand five. Um, I think their last like seven games before last night they averaged like two runs a game, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're terrible, and like. Oh god, I, I get. It's hard to say that they're terrible no, because they're awful, Michael. If this was not a PG show, I would really go on a unbelievable rant right now. And thank you, I appreciate but that. I but I won't. I mean, I'm still going to go. On. Actually, you know what? Here, you know what? Listen, here, I am on, not here. fully Wait. panicked. Wait for the only reason that Stan is not back there yet. DJ was out for a little bit because he was dealing with the toe thing. Rizzo was out for like five games because he had a back problem. He's coming back from the back now, so hopefully he gets better. Severino will be back late in September. He's, you know, he's obviously very good. They just put Clay Holmes on the IL. 
um, who was untouchable the first part of the season, then all of a sudden didn't know how to throw a strike anymore. Uh, but, you know, it was always the release point. They couldn't fix that, apparently, which I didn't even know was possible. But here's my thing. There – and, like, there's two kind of classifications here. There's two type of people that annoy me right now, and they're both Yankee fans or people in general. I'm not much of a people person. But um, there's the class that's, oh, why are you booing the team? They're trying so hard, blah, 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 blah. Like, you're booing your own players. Why would you do that? Who need to absolutely shut up. Because, first of all, I understand that, oh, maybe – Michael, I'm sure in Cincinnati, you guys would never boo Joey Gall, uh, Joey Gall, Joey Votto, or Are something of that age. Listen, Derek Jeter got booed. Mariano wait, 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 wait. No, no, I've got to stop you right there. Like right now, Joey Votto has taken so much slack for the Reds. Like it's you been guys ridiculous. boo him. Yes, like everyone, like there's a Facebook page that I'm on. And they're like, it's just so ironically that he's went like 0 of 22, and now he has season injury or season ending surgery. Like we need to get rid of him, blah blah blah. Like they really, they love him, but they just talk about how bad he is for the team because he's twenty five million dollars a year. I want to say something like that, and we're trying to cut costs. Like everyone's like, we need to trade him. He sucks. He's he's a has been. People are even saying like during the games. Well, now I mean I haven't been to a game. It's a five hour drive for me. Well, the the fans are kind of scarce anymore, so it's kind of kind of crazy on that. Well, listen, I'll tell uh, you this: you play bad, you get booed. And I'm so like, absolutely the people that are like, oh my gosh, you shouldn't boo your own team, or it's only going to make them play worse. It's New York. Like, what what did you expect? Like, have you never watched a New York baseball game? Like, even if you get traded to the team and it's not where you want to go or something, what it's it's supposed to catch you by surprise? Right. It's been happening since baseball was invented in New York. Like, like I said, Mariano is the greatest closer of all time. Blew two consecutive um, saves against the Red Sox to boot him off the mound. Derek Jeter started the season like over 21, boot him out of the batter's box. Like, so what you think all of a sudden because you know it's 2022 and you know things have changed maybe a little bit that oh my gosh, you, you know, you're four and 11 in the month of August and everybody's oh yeah, don't worry about it. Well, like the only reason that it's not a complete panic is because apparently everybody else in the AL East sucks now. Hmm. They still ha- they are 4 and 11 in this month and I think even going back further they're like 22 and 26 over like a certain amount of games or whatever do the math. I know they were under 500 since yeah, July. Under 500. I think it's 24 26 have, last I heard. And they still have a 10 game lead in the division. 10 mm-hmm. games. Now it's going to be nine games today because the Blue Jays are going to beat them because, you know, our great trade of Frankie Montas. Um, that listen, don't get me wrong. I was excited for because, you know, we needed another starting pitcher. Um, he decided to give up five runs in the second inning. Meanwhile, and he also, I believe, gave up like seven runs in his first start against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, we traded away Jordan Montgomery to the Cardinals for a center fielder that might not play in the rest of the regular season because he's just, because he's hurt. And not only is this Jordan Montgomery's best, you know, little part of the season or anything like no no no. He's 3 and 0 
with a .5 ERA over his last three starts, all with the Cardinals. So, yeah, you know, in a, in a league where you need starting – David Cohn every year says you need to go into the season with a minimum of like seven or eight starting pitchers because you know people are going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's trade away a starting pitcher for a guy who might not play. Now, now obviously we kind of need a center fielder because Aaron Hicks is not a professional baseball player. I mean, he's I've never seen somebody be able to kill momentum faster than him. Bases loaded a couple nights ago, tap back uh inning and in, inning ending double play with the bases loaded. Fourth double play of the season with the bases loaded this year, most in the majors, by the way. So obviously he is absolutely terrible and should never be near a baseball field ever again unless it's the minor leagues or he's coaching if he has a kid that's the only time he should be near a field um and then you know the only person on the team that can do anything is judge and judge can't do anything anymore because nobody will pitch to him i have never seen listen i was not even relevant in my lifespan when barry bonds was doing what he was doing but I, I, I can now understand what it was probably like. Judge comes up, and it is immediately – I don't think I've seen him get a fastball one time in the past seven games. Nobody oh, will throw him a fastball. I mean, and if they do throw him a fastball, it's, it's super high, it's low, or, or honestly, it's catching him off guard now because he d- just doesn't see them anymore. Jose Barrios tonight probably might have thrown him two. So far, it's the seventh inning. He's might have thrown him too. Really? So he obviously has to try and do everything because nobody else can hit. Um, let's see here. There's some other things that – oh, just a little – because here's my thing too. That, that doesn't really make any sense to me. This is a team that loves analytics like you would not believe, like most Major League Baseball teams do, right. which is fine. If you're, no, if you're going to go with it, go with it. Do whatever. Last night, now the Yankees. Oh, wow. I guess he got booted. Or either I didn't. I don't know what's going on here. We'll wait to see. Uh, so I don't know what he was about to go into. We'll just kind of stall until he gets here because I wasn't expecting that. But uh says device not connected. We'll just give him a few moments. Maybe he'll come back here into the show. Uh, what's kind of funny is actually because the Yankees had struggled so much, one of our guys that actually watched shows quite a bit, my buddy uh, Jared, he actually called me a couple nights ago, talked to me on the phone, said, hey, man, you might want to check on your boy Connie because the Yankees have flat out sucked here lately. Uh, talking about how well his team, which is the St. Louis Cardinals, compared for the, the I would say, the team of the 2020s or the 2000s at least, compared the two teams together and talked about how the Cardinals are a better team than the Yankees, but the Yankees are the ones that always get talked about. <clears throat> it's New York. That's where I go with that one. But I even went with Connie, what he usually does, talks about how uh, Michael Kay and his show and everything. So I even watched some of the show today <clears throat> or listened to it on this podcast, and they were talking about how the Yankees are struggling so much. You don't know what they've got uh, with these voids. Like a lot of the callers are calling in saying, like, the team that we had at the beginning of the year – that played so well. Was that actually the team? Are they in a slump right now? Or anyway, I'm back. <laughs> Don't know what happened. Like, well, let me just, just... Let, let me just tell you what I was doing real quick, if you don't mind. Oh, I yeah. actually for this event because I figured we'd dive deep into them. 
I did watch some of the Michael K show uh, here recently, listened to it on the podcast, and they were talking about, like, what is going on with the Yankees? Like, is this the le- legit team, what we have? And they were just hot in the beginning, or the hot in the beginning is our team, and they just suck now. You know, they talked about how Judge is hurt and Stan- or Stan- Stanton's been out and how they need to pay Judge because if Judge wasn't on this team, oh, yeah, they'd be we, we wouldn't have no one. And one thing I thought was interesting is, you know, Chapman, who used to be a Red, is the Yankees, left the Yankees, won World Series with the Cubs back being Yankees. And they're talking about if uh, – I thought it was a great point. I can't remember who it was. So it wasn't Michael Kay, but he's talking about our closers or our bullpen is a committee, basically. Like, it's not set in stone who the Yankees – bullpen rotation yeah, Boone is. Said that. Did Boone say that? Yeah, Boone Boy. said it's closer by committee now. And he basically, the uh, the guy that was on the show was talking about, if you have a committee like that, it's like having three good quarterbacks. You don't have a quarterback. Like, you know, you can have good oh, quarterbacks yeah. until you decide which one's it. You don't have a good one. And he said probably Chapman will be the one by the end of the year or in the World Series or playoffs run like that. But he said until they finally say that instead of a committee, this is who it's going to be. It's going to be shambles with that, too. But uh, since you mentioned Boone, I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about that, and then I'll let you get back on it, too. They kept – I won't say dogging Boone, but they were riding him a little bit on the show, saying, like, you know, he's the the managers, the players first, you know, that he's the, the personality, and that's why they went with him, and that's why they stuck with him with the Yankees because they talked about Joe Girardi uh, being uh, kicked out because basically he had the military attitude, you know, mm-hmm. the, this is it, this is nothing else. And it's we know how society is. It's kind of going away from that. Can't have these headstrong people that just tell you this is it. This is no way. You know my way or the highway. And talk about Boone, how he is more of a apologetic for his players and during the broadcast and different things or interviews. And it's all oh, my fault on this. I'm sorry we did this. No, 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 no. But it's like, hey, we need to do something different. And they're kind of challenging Boone. Obviously, Boone wasn't there on what they can do different or what he should manage. What they use the word he should manage, which is hilarious because he's a manager. And do different. And they're talking about take a weekend off. Don't even play it, that one guy said. Take them out to, I don't know, a skating rink. But like that's what I'm going to ask you on this. Like, Is Gallo that missing person that had it fun? Not, I'm not saying athletic and, and producing because he didn't. But is he that like missing piece that we don't see that's in the, the dugout that makes everything like, hey, yeah, this is going a little bad, but let's have fun and we forget that stuff because – I'm going to go back to Dalton, who was with us once. We talked about how when he's in a slump, he doesn't practice, you know, because he don't want to focus on the bad things and make it worse. Like, is Gallo a, a guy who somehow was a short-term memory guy that erased that stuff? Are they missing him because of this? I mean, don't get me wrong. He was liked in the clubhouse. You know, that's right. what all the reports were. And, I mean, that's the other thing. Jordan Montgomery came up with the team. Uh, he went through their minor league system. He was there, you know, the past – I don't know, four or five years. So, I mean, both of them were liked in the clubhouse. But if you are a professional athlete and you can't – and your entire season goes to crap because your two friends got traded off of the team, you shouldn't be playing anyway. Like, you're a professional player. You can't get past – It's baseball's a bit – how many people – they've probably been traded themselves. Right. Stanton got traded here. Montas got traded here. I mean, the only real – Rizzo got traded here. Donaldson got traded here. IKF got traded here. Uh, let's see. The only real person that's come up through the system, I mean, Derek Cole signed here. Aaron Judge came up through the system. Luis Severino came up through the system. Um, Jose Trevino got traded here. 
Gleyber Torres got traded here. Andrew Benintendi got traded here. So you all understand that as a business. Well, you all of a sudden thought that nobody was going to get traded. It was a trade deadline. People were going to try and get better. So, I mean, I I don't, I don't know what, what I'm supposed to do with that. That all, all your two pals that, that made jokes in the clubhouse. Okay. Find some, find somebody else. That's funny. They're the only two funny people in the entire planet. I mean, and what they talked about too, like Aaron Judge, like he's not the captain. I didn't realize that he's no, he's not no, a captain. Yeah, there's no captain at the moment. Okay, well they talked about in the show, like he may be the captain soon. Oh yeah, but, they signed him to an extension. He will be. But has he showed to be the captain as far as in the locker room? Like has he stepped up during this time? Like nobody knows that we're not in the locker room. That's the problem, right? And that's what they're kind of saying. Basically, are we challenging this? Like is Aaron Judge that guy that can be a captain because? This is when we need him most to be saying stuff, or someone else need to be that guy. Stanton, that guy. He said, uh, "What else was it? Uh, Chapman, who won a World Series. Someone else won a World Series. Rizzo. Someone else. Oh yeah, Rizzo. But then they went on like no one else really has any playoff experience with this team anymore. So I mean, I just want to know. Do you? Let me ask you this, at least this way: Is this really your team now, or was your team at the beginning, and we're just in a huge slump? No, I and listen, it's the cop out answer too. But I think they're somewhere in between. They were never that was they were not that good. Like they were winning. I didn't. They were going to break the the wins record. Right. I mean, they weren't that good. But I mean, four. I'm probably going to go to four and twelve because I think it's nine two right now. Um, four and twelve is also not how bad they are. Like I said, you you can tell that people are missed. Like that portion of the lineup that's DJ who was out for, like I said, for a few games, then judge, then Rizzo, then Stanton. Like that's the part that makes everything else better because now you attack, you attack DJ LeMayhew. You actually pitch to him because, you know, you don't want to pitch around him and then have a a runner on for judge to come up and hit a home run. Then you can listen, you can pitch around judge, but if LeMayhew's already on first, do you want to pitch around judge? put two runners on for Rizzo to come up, who has, I believe, 28 home runs this season. And then it's not like, oh, we're going to pitch around Rizzo too and go to Stanton, who was a former MVP, has, I think, before he got hurt, had like 22, 24 home runs as well. Like, So people not being there obviously has hurt them. But, I mean, there's just other people that are just bad. Like before Donaldson hit that home run last night, like mm-hmm. he's basically useless. Like, he is basically useless. He's a great defender. He's having an unbelievable year in the field, actually. If you combine the defensive run saved between DJ when he plays third and Donaldson when they play third, combine them, they're a platinum glove winner, not gold glove. They would be the best third baseman in the entire MLB. They're unbelievable. But the problem is you can't combine them. And one of them, you know, DJ's usually at second. Or, yeah, I don't know. DJ's usually in there somehow because he has to run. Um, he has to. DJ yeah. LeMayhew. I say it perfect every time now. Um, what did I say the first time? LeMayhew? I don't know. LeMay, I don't even LeMayhew? LeMayhew, I think it was. I honestly don't even remember. Um, damn, I was making a good point before. Oh, there we go. The analytics. <laughs> thing. No, the analytics things before I got kicked off. Yes, yes, analytics. Oh, you meant way better. If you're going to go all in, then go all in. That makes right. sense. Okay, fine. Does everybody love it? No. Are they going to do it anyway? Yeah. Okay. So let's take 
let's you know i'm gonna look it up too because i want to make sure oh my gosh no i forgot his name please tell me i still have it oh wait i think i um i think i tweeted about it i i have to find his name first because i want to make sure that the numbers are right and i because i know that there is a different francisco mejia that's what it is francisco Mejia, let's look it up right here. And let's go to his splits. Let's look at his splits. And let's go here. Let's scroll down a bit. All right, perfect. Here we go. So last night, top of the 10th inning, you bring in Araldis Chatty. Scott Efros does a good job in the in the bottom of the or the top of the ninth. Got out of a little bit of trouble. Yeah, he's on scoring in the bottom. You go to extra innings. Cool beans. Love it. Big cool beans. Whatever. So you bring in Chapman. Mm-hmm. Fine. I probably wouldn't have done that because anybody who's ever watched a Yankee game knows that Chapman cannot deal with a runner on base. I don't know what it is, but he freaks out when there's a runner on base. Oh, they're probably going to st- let him steal the base. Let him steal at that point. Because it's Which is crazy that a guy can throw over 100 miles per hour like that and still get well, stolen. Because his windup is so slow. You know, he has to kick his leg up to his head before he But he's still, like, over 100 miles per hour. Like, that ball is whipping. Like, but anyway. Yeah. So, you know, he's so scared about the runner stealing. So, I think first batter walks. I believe the second batter walked because I think it was bases loaded, nobody out. I think he got somebody to – I want to say somebody struck out and then somebody flew out. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. All I know is he has two walks in the inning, eight bases loaded, and two outs. Now, very simple to me, Michael, and let me know if this is stupid of me. I don't think it is. I think it's very simple, especially if you're going to follow the analytics. Michael, I got a question for you. You watched Aroldis Chapman pitch. Is he a left-handed pitcher or a right-handed pitcher? Oh, shoot. I want to say he's left, ain't he? Okay, great job, Michael. You're okay. Killing, killing the game. <laughs> Woo, one for one. Oh, he is a switch hitter, Michael. Just mm-hmm. cool. Good for you. Against lefties, he bats – now, it's only 57 at-bats, but still, he bats 386, has a slugging percentage of 561 and an OPS of 958. Okay? And, and let's remind the people here, Michael, what's Chapman? A lefty. That's a, okay. We're doing great then. They have Jonathan Lewisica warming up in the bullpen. Is he a righty? But he's a right. Look at this, Michael. So versus that's that's Mejia against left-handed pitchers. Now, Michael, if you're an analytics guy, tell me what move you would go with. You go with Mejia against Chapman, who's the lefty. Like I said, let's remind the people. That's 386 against him. Slugs 561. OPS of 958. Or do you go to the bullpen to get the right-handed pitcher because he bats 225, has mm-hmm. a slugging percentage of 384, and an OPS of 633? Now, which move do you make? Hmm. It's a toughie. Because, yeah. you know, against a, against a left-hander batting over 300, there's Almost a chance. 400, 386. There's a chance that he's going to get in a slump and start striking out. Mm, yep. So I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with the right hander. I would I would I, <laughs> listen, I think that's a great decision as well. 
Thank you so much. I think it's a great decision. I really do. But what did we do? No. Keep Chapman in there. Keep him in there. Now, listen. Was it kind of luck? Because Chapman, to his credit, got him to a 2-2 count, threw a like a 101-mile-an-hour fastball to the bottom left corner of the zone. The dude was late on the swing. It got by Rizzo at first base. So it's not like he was a bad pitch. He didn't give up a grand slam. He didn't let the dude hit a, a double you know, into the gap. There wasn't smoke. It was basically a, an emergency swing that he was late on the pitch and it went down the first baseline. But still, wouldn't it have made sense to bring in the right-hander that you have warming up in the bullpen? It totally would. And and listen, the other perfect example you can do this with too, Ed, Eduardo Escobar. Go, you we can go all the way back to the to the Met series. He, I think it was the, uh, yeah, it had to have been the bottom of the ninth inning because the Mets wanted to walk off. Um, he was, I believe, like second up in the inning or something like that. I think the Yankees got an out or something. Whatever, it doesn't matter. No, actually, it was the first batter of the inning, now that I remember. First batter of the inning. Why can't I find Eduardo Escobar's splits here? What are we doing here? Can I go see his New York Mets? Oh, hold on. Let's see. Let me let me look up Eduardo Escobar's splits because, listen, this is a show about facts. I want to get this right as well. Eduardo Escobar splits. Let's go back to this. Okay, here's another good one, Michael. So, to start the ninth inning, they bring in Wandy Peralta. Who, by the way, Yankee fans should know this, is a left-handed pitcher once again. Now, now both numbers are not pretty, Michael. But... Pretty simple to me once again. Versus lefties, Eduardo Escobar is batting 250. Well, obviously not good. Slugs 500 and OPS 786. He's the leadoff batter of the inning. So you can pick anybody. Mm-hmm. You can pick anybody. And I think the person who pitched the eighth inning only had thrown like 10 pitches. So that's not a lot to say like, oh, he threw too many pitches. He can't go. Right. Pitch the next I'm with inning. you. He, or or even if you want to say that, you could say he could at least pitch the first batter of the inning because it was a right-handed pitcher. Because, Michael, right-handed against right-handed pitchers, he bats 199 with a 261 uh, – no, with a 327 slugging percentage and a 588 OPS. So what's the decision? Why would, why would you not let the right-handed pitch at least the start – just to start yeah. the and get one batter. But no, you bring in the lefty. He immediately smokes a double down the line. And I think the next batter hit a walk-off single. Mm. So it's 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 the combination of nobody can hit right now. Mm-hmm. And that it also drives me insane too that they all come up to the plate and it, I feel like everybody takes the first pitch. And then when That's a new thing late, though. And then and then and then when there's situations where they should take the first pitch, they don't. Like, I, I'm, watching, I'm watching it. It's, Every first pitch, it seems like Brios is throwing a curveball literally down the middle. Uh-huh. No, I don't think I've seen more than two people swinging the first pitch. Last night, Michael, yes, Aaron Judge Connie. has a four-pitch walk. 
four-pitch walk to load the bases, right? And I mean, not like your typical, like, oh, that was close. Like, right. not close to the strike zone walk. On four pitches. Bases loaded now, one out. Yankees are down, I think, one run because Judge walked when Judge walked, he walked a, a runner in, which, by the way, 101st RBI in the season, batting 297, 46 home runs. Give this man the MVP or I am never watching baseball ever again. At least give me that bright spot of the season. Um, Gleyber Torres comes up next at bat. Now, you would think four straight pitches out of the zone, even though it's two Aaron Judge, you should probably take a pitch. Make them throw strikes. Mm-hmm. First pitch, curveball out of the zone, taps a taps a ball to, to shortstop, double play ends the inning. First How pitch. are you not taking? How do you not take a pitch? You got me. I mean, honestly, like, and even I'm an idiot. Literally. I could never do what any of these people do, but I can critique it because you want to know what? I've seen hundreds of games and I've seen hundreds of players do it. So is it not your and, and that's the other thing? It's not even like, oh, I can critique it because I know this better than you. It's common sense. We've learned that since Little League. Take a pitch. But you know, like seriously, it's, that's one thing. I, in probably in the last three to four years, I've watched the Reds. They take more first pitches now than I, in those last five years than I've seen in the longest time. I don't know if it's analyticals or what, because you know. You hear uh, pitchers, one thing they always say, throw strikes and uh, get ahead in the account, the account at the beginning. So I don't know. Oh, the Yankees just hit a home run. Oh, no. Sorry. It's struck out. Sorry. My bad. Apologize. Here, I've got it on the computer on a different screen and oh, it just did something trust. like. Even like if it did hit a home run, it probably it would make it nine to four. Okay. So, you know. But uh, it was just talking about how the Yankees right now. You know, pitching, you know, you talked about earlier. I don't know where I was going, honestly. I'm just switching here. Oh, first pitches, yeah. And I don't know if, like, the pitchers, you know, they always throw first pitch. Uh, Greg Maddox was a known person for that first pitch right down the middle strike because everyone takes the first pitch. So he'd always get ahead. He never faced more than, like, a 3-0 count of, like, 300 batters in his whole career, and, like, 200 were walks or intentional walks. So it's some crazy stat. Uh, obviously, guys, we try to give us as true facts as we can. That's not 100% factual on my numbers up. there. It's like 128 of those 300 walks, like legit. Now, with that being said, I don't know if they're trying to take that, hey, pitchers are going to throw a first pitch uh, strike, so be ready to attack right away. So I don't know Maddox if that's just a new thing. Maddox had 310 3-0 counts in his career, and 177 were intentional walks. So, I mean, I was close with my exaggeration numbers. Yeah, so, I mean, not bad. Listen, we just but, facts here, so I want to mean I'll make it official. That's right. But I'm looking here. Uh, it looks like Springer is killing it today for you uh, against you guys. He's, what, 4-4? Four four? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think if the if the half of the Blue Jays – like, I honestly, in a weird way, don't understand how the Yankees ever beat the Blue Jays, honestly. Thank like, you. They're a good because, team, are they not? No, who, who said they were a bad team? I mean, this year they're not doing what everybody thought they were going to do, but that's mainly because of their pitching. I think they score the six most runs in the, in the majors. But like <laughs> Bo Bichette bats like three thirty with like seven home runs against them in his career. Oh, wow. Vlad has like twelve home runs with against them in his career. George Springer, I feel like, is always at least two for three. So mm-hmm. I mean, I like I said, I have no idea how they ever ever beat them, but I mean, they somehow do. But anyway, but I will, 
I will say this with the Yankees. One thing a caller did on the show, Michael K was talking about starting pitchers and how bad they are. And the the host, because I think Michael K wasn't on today's show. Yeah, Mike, he nah, stopped, Michael K hasn't been on in like two months. He's taking a vacation. Okay. Oh, well, he stopped him right in his track and said, listen, maybe by the end of the season you have a point, but the last six games we yeah, have had quality. Yes. Yeah, so he was like, don't complain about starting pitchers when that's not what's beating us right now. We've had six quality starts in a row. So, I mean, a lot of people get hung up on, and it's casual fans. We all we, we hear something. And one thing he even said, like, uh, first inning last night, I think it was, gave up three runs in the first inning, which sounds like it was going to be a bad run. Uh, it might have been not before last because it was yesterday's show, I think. But it talked about one of the pitchers giving up. I don't know. You could be right. I just can't. I just. It was just three runs in the first inning, and they're talking about. But then he came back and settled down, and still had a quality oh, start. No, that was so. That was two games ago. Okay. Matt Cortez gave up a three-run home run in the first inning, and then pitched like seven innings, and didn't give up another hit. But yet they still lost with a yeah, quality start, good. though. But they're talking about Yankees only scoring, I think, two runs the whole game. So in today's time, you can't win a game unless you're scoring three or more runs. Oh, I like to say with four. That's my number. I, I think if you don't score four runs, you lose. Yeah, I mean, I don't. You're not going to get a disagreement out of me. I mean, it's it's pretty. Like I said, I think the. I mean, the Yankees were leading the majors in runs per game. Like they, and that's and I and this is where I will agree with people. Like, oh, actually, not with people with like the Michael K show because everybody calls it like, oh, they're not trying, mm-hmm. really. They're not trying. Are you stupid? Like, yeah, what do you mean I they're mean, not trying? You think they're going up there? Like, you know what? We played a lot of games in the first uh, half of the season. We played pretty well. So I don't feel like, you know, trying to get a hit tonight. Like, get your We've already done together. 60. Well, that's all we want to play. Yeah, like, get your like like get your head together, bro. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's not a thing. And and the only reason – I mean, Russell's yell is still over 196. What was that? You're oh, still man. over 196 on run differentials. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um. That's crazy. Like I said, a lot of that beginning of the season, they were uh, they were demons, they were demons. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's and, and that, that's what I was gonna say. Just to finish this up, because I'm, it's gonna, I'm gonna throw up if I keep talking about them. Um, everybody like, oh, they're lazy. They're not trying. Listen, they're only it only people only say that. When, they, when people can't hit. Because, Michael, you're not getting the same, you know, people saying, oh, they're lazy. They're not trying to win mm-hmm. if they are if they were constantly losing nine to seven games. But it's the fact that it's, you know, three to one and they lost the game one to nothing the day before that. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. games like, oh, they're not trying. Yeah, all right. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Whatever helps you sleep at night. But anyway, that was my – I agree. Uh, I, I, I needed that. I needed that. Um, but, yeah, we'll move on from there because, Michael, here's – I want to talk about something that I simply don't understand, why more teams don't do it. And I'm, I want to praise the your – Michael, kind of your team. Not not Cincinnati Reds, of course. Oh, okay. Because we know Michael doesn't actually have a favorite team. We know that. The um, Reds are my team. I've got yeah. some other nice teams, Okay. I like the St. Louis Redlegs out there in St. Louis. And then also the Blue Jays, just because Vlad is my favorite player in today's time. Okay, that's it. I can be a fan of other teams, 
I but my know. team kind is of the Reds. Like, we host a baseball show, man. Like I'm we have to. Like, I'm only team. a Yankee fan. Have you ever seen any other memorabilia of any other team other than the Reds in my house? No, but in your heart, there there's different colors, and that's what really matters. <laughs> but in your heart, that's what really matters. Fair enough. I've got a buddy. I say a buddy. He's a, he's in his sixties, but his son lives out in Seattle, and he's going to go out and visit him this weekend, or yes, next Thursday. And they, he's bought tickets for his his dad to go watch the Mariners play. And I was like, listen, I need you to get three people's autographs: Luis Castillo. Jesse Winker and Julio Rodriguez, not Suarez. Nah, Julio's one. That's a man. I said, I'm, I said I'm going to get you a Cincinnati Reds hat. You're going to take it with you. They may sign for you because you have a Reds hat. He's like, why? I said, because they used to play for the Reds, not Julio, but Julio's like Jesse Winker. Like people talk like usually, you know, rookie of the year, kind of. You know, maybe it should be. Julio Rodriguez is so far and away the rookie of the year. So it's not even – it's literally not even comparable. It's not even a discussion. Like, no, there's no there point talking about it. literally absolutely zero discussion. There's no, no point even talking about it. That's what I just – carry on. Um, yeah, let's team. go to the Braves because, like I said, I need to fully like understand why more teams don't do this. Michael, let me – you. I think I sent this tweet into the chat. I don't yeah. know if you've seen it. I don't know, I whatever. Did. Michael, do you know the total value of Mike Trout's contract? You gonna bring this up? Like you gonna share that screen and pull that up uh, that way? As well, I'm no, dancing I here. Guess first. How much? What now? Do you know His, the total uh, value of Mike Trout's contract? Four hundred and twenty-nine million. Wow, you're very close. There's no way you're not looking at this, right? It's four hundred and twenty-six and a half million. Because mm. I remember I was like. Well, see, I looked at it in the chat like two days ago. Like it's somewhat. I just said if you said if you saw it, and you said no. No, I said I totally did. Oh, I didn't. I, I, I thought you said I totally didn't. You know. No, I totally did. So you just basically said it again, um, and then. <laughs> oh my gosh! You basically you just said didn't right there. There's no. <laughs> no, way I said I totally did. There we go. Did there we go? That time it sounded like it. We're gonna have to work on that pronunciation, there, Michael. It's I'm Kentucky man. Hi, like I'm I'm pronouncing more pronouncing pronunciating wow. more wow. than I usually do. Okay. I listen here. You want me to talk? About what I usually do around here. That's a lot. I hope that's not how you talk. Um, <laughs> um, ooh, I almost died right there. Um, do you know the total contract value of Ronald Acuna, Ozzy Albie's? Austin Riley and Michael Harris. Carry the one, bring down, place value here. I'm going to say 419 million. Well, Michael, good look, good job on going back and looking at the tweet. I um, did not. I but bam, I I don't understand. That's how crazy, does, really. How does every team not do this? Well, the thing is, the Braves didn't miss. You know, like they they booked them early and they hit on them. Michael, you didn't think? No, no. All right, but that's, to me, that doesn't even make sense anyway. Because why didn't the Yankees sign Aaron Judge three years ago? Then we knew he was good by then. 
Uh, he had that one year where he shook up like a million times, and they were a little iffy. Uh, no, there was at no, after his rookie year, I would have signed him to a contract immediately. But he was cheap then because of his rookie contract. You know, can you look up? Is let me ask you this: Can you look up like when these contracts happened? Um, because Acuna has not been in the league very long. Michael Michael Harris, the last dude on that list. Uh-huh. He's a rookie right now. Well, I mean, so he's on a rookie contract. So, I mean, that kind of is obvious. Oh, no, no, why no, he's cheap. no, no, no. They signed him to a contract extension, though, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So they're signing them when they're rookies. Then That's what I'm likely. saying. I don't okay. understand why teams don't sign their players super early. I'm with you they, on that, then. Because Jonathan India, for the Reds, yeah. rookie of the year last year, like we should have already inked him up to something. Because right. Votto's out the door. Why not go ahead and say, hey, you're our guy. That's, and build that's around exactly him. what I'm saying. Because now you have to you have to look at it. Aaron Judge now, they tried to sign him at the beginning of the year, and mm-hmm. they were they were cheap about it, didn't want to do it. Whatever. Right. Michael, how much money did that cost them? They probably have to pay Judge forty million dollars now. Right. He's gonna he's running away with the MVP. Had in literally statistic, he has like a seven war. And I think war is, you know, whatever, you know, wins above replacement. Wow. A computer calculated that. But, I mean, that's what people really care about now, especially mm-hmm. analytic people. That's the highest in the majors. What is war saying for? I forget. Wins above replacement. Okay. So, like, I get technically. I was thinking whip. That's walks to hits to innings pitched. Right. Um, but, so, apparently, like. Can we make up yeah. our own stat and start tracking it? Like, I mean, we could. Swings to first pitch that are balls. Yeah, they probably are. Wabs. Yeah, we have to come up with something real weird. It's true. Have to come up with like, see, like you know what stats always annoy me, and this is and this is kind of like more of a football thing and then like a baseball thing, I guess. But like, okay. you ever watch stuff and it's like, oh, he's he's four and zero at home when it's 45 degrees out yeah. and the sun is coming in and there's a wind five miles per hour to the left. I'm like, all right, did we really need that? Like that's the Oh, yeah. Yeah, or uh, in a – well, I mean, it's kind of what you're saying. I'm just changing it around. There's no point in wasting more time on it. So go ahead, back to your point. <laughs> no, I think, I think I just look at these numbers and this is my point. Like you signed Acuna, I think it was – I might have been like his second season – because he won Rookie okay. of the Year, then had a really good year again, and they signed him. Ozzy Albies, I think they signed him a couple years ago. Austin Wiley, I think this is his second year, I want to say. He's also, of course, in the race to be the MVP. So they signed him. Michael Harris is, is a, probably going to win Rookie of the Year, which, by the way, the Braves, both, both Rookie of the Years in the NL this year, both Braves. Like it's literally a toss up between him and there's a pitcher that they have that's also a rookie that's just an absolute demon. So good for them, mm-hmm. but like so, I don't, how do they side story? Do this? If I'm Baltimore, I'm doing I, this. I sign Aldi Rushman right now. Yes, and then when the other guys that they have come up in their prospect portals within the next year or two, I do this because they got like. Three in the top, top prospects, too. Is it two top five? I was going to say like three top ten, but I know there's at least two up there. Well, there's they have like great they have Grayson Rodriguez, who's the fifth ranked, I think, 
And then Gunnar Henderson, I think, is the second-ranked prospect. Gunnar Henderson's a shortstop. Grayson Rodriguez is a starting pitcher. The Orioles are – listen, they're ahead of schedule, I think. They might be pretty nice next year. I don't think they're winning the division or anything like that, but I think they're right back to the point where, you know, competing for the wild card again, especially because, you got to remember, their best pitcher, John Means, out for the year with Tommy John. Um. You gotta hope that. Listen, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it that. Put it past him, Michael. Why don't you sign Trey Mancini back? Yeah, I couldn't. I'm. Mean, yeah, I'm totally for that. Like Baltimore deserves that right there alone. Um, Acuna signed his contract on April second, twenty nineteen. Okay. He made his debut in twenty eighteen. Okay, so after a year. Yeah. What made his debut the 2018 season or midseason? Like, was he a rookie the 2019? No, yeah, he no, he was NL Rookie of the Year in 2018. Okay, and then 2019 they signed him to the contract. Like, is it that difficult? Let's see, Ozzy Albies. And see, the thing is, go ahead. Oh, two-time All-Star. I thought they said two-time World Series champion. I said the Braves only have one, unless I'm out of my mind. Um, Albies debuted in 2017, and then in 2019, Michael, they signed him to a seven-year contract. I'll let you guess how much money it is. Seven years. I mean, it's under 400 on this. I'm going to say uh, – I'm going to say – I'm gonna say 120. 35 million. Wow. A seven-year wow. million dollar contract. <laughs> so who's making most of that money? Acuna? Um, Acuna's contract was because he I mean 400 and Albies is only 35 million. Is, Acuna's contract is eight years for a hundred million. So how's that going to four hundred million then? Let's see. Let's see what Austin Riley's is. Austin Riley. If I could type, that would help. Austin Riley is currently signed to what did they ju- they just signed to a contract? Ten years, two hundred and twelve. So he's making most of it actually, okay. and I don't even think he's the best player. Acuna's obviously well, ten, ten years. Uh, I mean, it's but still, Acuna's is ten years for or eight years for a hundred. That is crazy. And then Michael Harris. Signed a. He's a rookie, right? Or just signed. Two hundred. So. Michael Harris. Sixty, maybe. Let's see what. Let's see. Eight years, seventy-two million. Seventy-two. That's close with my quick math. Like every nobody's making anything. No. Nobody's making anything, and Michael, you know what else they've done? They have literally assured their fans. And the team that they're good for the next ten years. Absolutely, like, they will have a good team for the next ten years. Absolutely. And the Braves make some pretty decent money because, believe it or not, they're actually owned by like a public company. Mm-hmm. So they have true? to report how much money they make, and like all the other teams can keep it private, like how much money they technically make each year. But I think the Braves were they were up there. So it's not like they're broke either. They're just smarter than everybody else. Now, no, it's turn. You, you are right. 
Turner Broadcast. I that's but I'll I'll tell you right now. Because I, I I literally have no idea. I think it's the network Turner Broadcast. That's why it used to be Turner Field and everything. Liberty Media. Well, that's probably what the Turner Broadcast is broken on down like the top thing. Um, I don't know. It says the deal included the exchange of the Braves valued at four hundred and fifty million. <laughs> uh, oh, I guess. You know what? Oh, they were owned by the. Yeah, no, they were owned by TNT. Okay. They were owned that well. I mean, then again, that was also at nineteen ninety six. So right. Time they were owned. Bit. They were owned by Time Warner. Time Warner. I said Turner. Time, Time Warner. Warner they got sold to Liberty Media in two thousand seven. Okay. So. Right. But I mean, that's just smart. Like, think of, think of the, uh, what's it called? Small market teams would just do the same thing. You guys could be good. But I will say, I do agree with what you said too. Is. There, it is a little bit of luck involved as well because, obviously, Acuna wins Rookie of the Year and then they sign him in 2019. Like, what if Rookie of the Year was his peak and then all of a sudden they sign him and he turned into a pumpkin? And then, you know, you obviously got to hope. Like, Michael Harris, yeah, he's in the running to be the, the Rookie of the Year this year, but, like, what if he's all of a sudden trash? Like, after the after – Right. The, oh, you, you do have to get a little lucky. But – but I mean, at the same time, that's why the you can trade him. You know, I mean, that's the other thing too, and Michael. I let me tell you, that might be one of the better points you've ever made on this show. Oh, well, thank you. Because even if they're not that good with a contract like that, you could trade him to somebody who thinks they can. Yeah, fix you could. You could trade Adi, Ozzy Albies right now, seven years for thirty-five million for a second baseman switch hitting. He's got a, for got years power. too. Right, for years. Like, it's a, you know, most of the time you get a one-year or a finishing out the year, like, you know, hey, you've got years to work with this guy and, and make him a better player, you know? What did we say, $35 million, right? Michael, he's making $5 million a year? Yeah. $5 million a year? I mean, that's what I make a year. Yeah. Me too. On this show, Backstop Banter, $5 yeah, million a year. We're getting racked. No. It's unbelievable what we do. With our sponsorships that you see right down, down there. Yeah, backstop answers. Michael, look at it. Now that I'm looking at the at the ticker, what are we doing here? Not even, not even spaced out properly. We talking about? Oh, I had to fix it. Now there was no space between on and Facebook. Okay, sounds great. I I fixed it. Don't worry. You 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 the man, or the boy. You know, Michael, I do try. Only let me tell you, I try. Hey, let me ask you a quick question. Speaking of try, have you tried ranch in a while? No, because ranch is disgusting. I would never put it near my mouth. Just please don't say that sentence again. That's just weird. Disgusting. Ranch is absolutely terrible. Okay. Carry on. Well, you know, you remember um, the kid that I told you I work with that runs that Met page? Yeah. Sorry I said that so loud. Yeah. Talk to him a little bit. You know, trying to make some connections here. Mm-hmm. This and? stupid fly running around my room, or flying around my room. I wish it was running. I would stomp on it. Very annoying, by the way. It happens. I can't see it here, so you're good. Oh no, you can. I've seen it. I've seen it fly through the camera view. Well, I haven't caught eye of it. 
I said I so weird, right? Now. Very. Oh, <laughs> this thing is like low key, kind of big too. Maybe it's wasp. You live yeah, in the water immediately. I mean, like a Ant Man and Wasp growing it. You know what the yeah. worst are, Michael? I'm sure you got. I mean, I know you guys have the South. Um, South. Well, I don't know. I barely consider. Can you that. believe? I'm sorry. A girl I work with did not know I had a gap until yesterday, and she's worked at like the store with me for two years. Yes, I mean, where where else would I have a gap? But they were talking about someone, and I'm like, man, they have a huge gap. So that's not funny. We need to stop that right there. Like, why do you have a gap? And I was like, no, what? I mean, I'm not gonna lie. You don't really see your teeth when you talk. Thank you. I'm glad. Like you see my teeth when I talk, but like you, like it, it's like you're. Ashley Carson, I'm from Kentucky, baby. I mean, yeah. That'll be the, you know, typical. And maybe when you're like 75, that's what you'll look like. No. I would I would expect it, honestly. What was I, dang, what was I about to say, though? Met Connection, superheroes. Oh, no, I just talked to him. Down in the south. We have. What the hell was I going to say? You said something about a wasp need a flash water. Hey, I bet you. Down in the south. See? Oh, dude, listen. The absolute worst. They dude. are. I, and it's always when you're in the pool, too. Yes. We used to have a pool in my house. Oh, <laughs> I used to be in the pool smacking the soul out of my head. Oh, out of your own head? Yes. yes. Thank you. I'm so glad you did. Oh, my God. Because uh, my, my son, who screams at everything, like, you know, he – he they overreacts hurt. anytime he gets hurt. Well, so I mean, they're they're huge. I don't know if viewers, if you ever or listeners, if you've ever seen a horse fly, they're pretty much as big as a quarter, like legit. And uh, in a pool, they'll circle you like two or three times before they land. Then they'll land on you and they'll bite you, and it hurts. Yeah, it so we we always, you know, we go underwater, splash like crazy, get rid of them that yep. way, and they fly away. Hell but yeah. they always come back. So I. I actually just stand still and let it land. And then I try to kill it on myself. So I'm so glad you do that because my son, like he panics when it comes around. And the other day there was one landing on me and I smacked a far at myself and killed it. It was in the water. And I just went ahead and jumped up, did an elbow on it, you know, splashed oh, yeah, it in absolutely. the water. I, listen, I, this is going to sound very serial killer of me, but I love when they die. Absolutely. I feel like I just did the fly. man. And it takes talent to do it. Like stealth. Okay. Quickness, power, and aim. I mean, you've got to have some good senses to know where it's at on your head to smack hey, it too. Because they call me Spider Man. Pretty much, I'm right there with you. So yeah, horseflies. What I can do. Hate horseflies. Horseflies are from the devil. Yeah, it's yeah. there. I don't disagree. Um, I guess kind of one more thing before we head on out. I mean, also, okay. I should I should touch on this because we we're talking about the Braves and. Like it relates to the Mets because the Mets are playing the Braves right now, so I can kind uh-huh. of full, cir- full circle with it. Brett Beatty, the Mets called up. I believe that's their number two prospect. I believe their number one prospect is a catcher. Um, something I feel like it's something Alvarez. I want to say, um, but call up a number two prospect. Second pitch he sees Dinger. Dinger, can you know what? I need you to go find that highlight and let's watch it. With the the family and everything, I'm sure it's. Uh, Sorry, I'm like totally like, unprepared on this. I'm just making you do this, but I thought it was funny. Uh, I think I can. Let's see here. Let's. Oh, I found it. Hi, I can, oh, well hit toward deep right field. Oh, that's not what I want. Oh, here we go. 
Let's go. Oh, look, I'm already sharing my screen. I didn't even know. Yeah, it, it's not shared yet, but it's yeah, there we go. There we go. Let's see. Let's go to Twitter now. Bam. Hi, fly ball. Well hit toward deep right field. Way back it may go. It's gone. It is gone. A two-run homer. Beautiful stroke. Okay, it didn't show what happened, but never mind. So apparently the, in the game, there was also a camera that was on the family, and there's an interview. Uh, it's it's a little bit inappropriate, I guess, and I apologize, but, like, oh. it was on the family there, and uh, one of the fans that was, like, on the edge of the daughter, like, gets excited and goes and, like, smacks the daughter and, like, just totally hits her right there. And, and, and like, he's like, golly, you just knocked her boob off there. I thought it was, it was hilarious. Uh, no, I don't – I feel like that's not a fan, though, because I feel like – it's probably family fan. That's I what I mean. Say. Yeah, but I just and thought it was hilarious. Boyfriend. Maybe, maybe he's like, oh, yeah. that's another brother, and it was just an accident. Yeah, who knows? Could be their handshake. You know, I mean, all those are different. Single, I'm available. Just Wait, saying. What? No, she looks good. You're gonna tell me oh. she looks good? Oh, I didn't hear what you said. I just thought you just went. Anyways, I'm single and available. Just like throwing yourself out there. No, you know what? Michael, this isn't baseball related, but have you watched any of Hard Knocks? I have not. I don't get into those Hard Knocks. They get well, on Let me nerves. tell you something. Aiden Hutchinson, the number two overall pick of the draft. Yes. His sisters. Oh, okay. Let me tell you something. That man, I would gladly become part of the family. Okay. Um, uh, and that's... Zach Wilson and his mom better watch out for Zach Wilson because let me tell you. Why? What do you mean there? Why yeah. his mom? Go look it up. Go look it up. Hmm. Um, that's making but, sense to me. Yeah. So Brett Beatty, congratulations, brother. Congratulations. First at bat home run with, uh, with our guy Chase coming soon. Anyway, Chase Estep. Absolutely, that'd be great. Um, but who's actually been killing it? Let's just go ahead and mention that uh, down in uh, the I think it's what they call it, Low it's A. Low A. Yeah. With I think uh, it's the. Uh, Port St. Lucie Mets. St. Lucie, yes. He's uh, right now he's eight for eleven. Go check out the St. Lucie. Six walks, home run, a double. Six walks, okay. Uh plus a home run. Check that out. Uh messaged him actually that day that he hit it, didn't realize it. I just was messaging him on my way home. And he said, uh, I asked him how he's been doing. He said, Pretty good. Just knocked one out for my first home run. I said, Oh, did you get your ball back? He said, No, it went out of the park. I was like, you know, I mean, flex. that sucks, but at the same time, that's kind of awesome. Slight flex, you know? Yeah. One you time I hit a ball out of ball the park. Back? Nah, I hit it out of the stadium. Yeah. I hit a ball out of the park one time, but it was foul. Although, listen, and maybe this is just me, it would be cool to have that ball back, but I don't I, I don't think I care that much. I want my first major league home run. Major league, absolutely. Like I mean, that I, one, I'm like, okay, like, listen, cool and all, but I mean – there's yeah. another special ball coming. That's right. But Dude, could uh, you imagine, like your first at bat, oh, hitting a home run, especially out of the stadium? Oh man! What if, where? Let's just go ahead and ask that. Uh, actually, so we got about another thirty minutes. We could talk, or no? Why he's got thirty minutes? Yeah, he said he would come on thirty minutes. In he said about like thirty minutes. I mean, hey, I can sit here and come up with things i'm sure okay so let's let's just go ahead and go through this then uh first at bat in the major league you're up to at bat obviously it's your first and you want to hit a home run you're we're going to go ahead and say you hit the home run what ballpark do you hope it was at i mean 
And it can't be your home one. Can't be Yankees. Oh, what the, well. I mean, that was an obvious answer. Like mine would be Yankee. Yeah, I was going to say, like, damn. Where would I want to hit my first home run? I mean, honestly, maybe Fenway then. Fenway? See, I'm kind of with you. I would say Wrigley because I can't stand the Cubs, and I'd like to put one over the fence there. Yeah, you know? Hopefully it lands right in the lap of some Yankee hater Mm -hmm. as I'm running around the bases telling them to piss off. Which, by the way, the Mets just lost to the Braves 3-2. to That was that's kind of a big series too because that was a four game series. Mets lost three out of four. I believe Ooh. their division lead at one point was six because remember they had they actually played a five game series. Remember last time we were on the show, they had played a five game series against them, mm-hmm. and I believe the Mets won five of them. No, four of them. Four of them. Four. Four. Of them. Four and one. I think they won four, and I think the lead got up to like six and a half games. I think after that loss, it should be at like the. Two and a half area mark. I don't know. We want to bring it up and look at the divisions. Yeah, I mean, hey, what else do we? What else are we gonna do? I mean, we could talk oh, yeah. about polls a little bit. Oh yeah, well that's well, you know that's what I wanted to get to, but then this guy okay. kept messing everything up. I miss everything up. Uh, let's see here. But um, we'll zoom in. We'll share the screen. Listen, I'm not. I'm not even talking about the A. At least I went over that already. Um, this is going to be nine. This will be nine. Yankees got a nine game lead. Whatever. They're trash. Central. Let me Central? at least ask you this. Let me yeah. at least ask you this. Do you think Yankees finish the season on top because of this slump? Like, I mean, no, they're I, still nine ahead. I'm not going to lie to you, Michael. Can I? All right. Let me be this guy for a second. Let me be this guy for a second. There's two parts of me, right? I would thoroughly enjoy the Yankees to obviously win this division, uh-huh. do pretty well in the playoffs, whatever. Obviously, I really want them to win a World Series. That's I, I feel like that goes without question. Right. But there is a slight part of me, Michael, that would not mind them blowing the division lead, getting eliminated in the wild card round, and then – to me, there is no chance that Brian Cashman does not get fired. And hey, listen, oh, yeah. I don't hate Brian Cashman as much as other people do, the Yankee GM. But there are some questionable things. Like, listen, he loves pro- – and here's where it all starts for me. A couple of years ago, he said, I want to win a champion – I want to win championships, not a championship. Hey, hey, Baldy. You got to win one before you can win multiple, by the way. Just just a thought process. I don't know if you knew that, Michael, but you can't have multiple before you get one. Oh, I mean, that makes so, sense. And that's why it was always like, oh, we're not going to trade away top prospects and this or that because, uh, you know, they're going to come up and they're going to help us. We want the next core four. Blah, blah. Listen, by the way, another hint to people. Uh, another hint to people, Michael. Now, I, you hear the core four. Of the Yankees, you know who they are. You know Jeter, Posada, oh, Petty, Mariano, and everybody thinks that the core four was like their nickname from the beginning. Michael, the core four nickname started in two thousand eight, after Joe Torre got fired, because they were the only four people left from the original teams. Hmm. So, 
You, what do you mean you want your next core four? Win a championship first. Right. And, and I mean, listen, I don't know if you watched the Sunday night baseball game, the, the, the K-Rod cast. I did not. They, well, they did. Well, the Yankees played the, the Red Sox on Sunday night baseball. They had the K-Rod cast, Mike K and A-Rod. And A-Rod literally just destroyed Brian Cashman. He was like, listen, you don't sign Judge at the beginning of the year, which is probably going to cost you an extra $40 million now. Or not $40 million. It's going to cost you millions of dollars. But, the contract I'm gonna, what? but if Judge didn't have the season he's having. Yeah, but the problem is he is. Right. But if, if he didn't have this season, because Judge had a kind of not so hot, I'll say it that way, at least last season. I mean, he was top 20 last year. Definitely wasn't top five or anything like that. So, I mean, I I can't completely say that that's at fault. But, obviously, he was a good player. He should have been signed. I'll at least hey, say Michael, that. So. Michael. I will say he should have already been signed, yes. No, no, no. Because he waited and he had a good season, he played. it's going to cost you more. He, he had a two eighty seven batting average last year with 39 Pitiful. home runs and 98 RBIs. Pitiful. pitiful. Different? Yeah. What do you mean different? I didn't say different. I said pitiful. Can you not hear me? I need to... Can you hear me now? Pitiful. Well, listen, you know, sometimes you whisper, sometimes it's pronunciation of things. I mean, it's it's slang, man. You know what? I'm buffaloed. Buffalo? Uh, just carry on. Well, listen, all I'm saying is pitiful. 287, 39 home runs, 98 RBIs. I mean. Anything over 250 now, unfortunately, is good. Man, the so, fact that he's at... The fact that he's really at 297 with 101 RBIs, 46 home runs, and it's August 18th, pretty incredible. Uh, but anyway, yeah, listen. Well, no, we're in August. We're almost September, so. Almost September. It's the 18th. Yeah, two weeks away. Anyway, the Central, pretty interesting, Michael, because you remember the Chicago White Sox were supposed to run away with this division. Everybody else is supposed to be pretty mid. They're creeping. And all of a sudden, you're right, they're creeping a little bit. they creeping. I mean, we got the uh, Twins one game back, which, by the way, I thought they were in first place for a pretty long time, so they're a little disappointing mm-hmm. recently then. And then the White Sox, only two and a half back. Mm-hmm. You know what the craziest part is? 61 and 57. I mean, they're they're basically in first place. The Orioles are basically in first place in the Central. <sighs> that is stupid. Look at the Orioles. I mean, that's great for Baltimore. A no. plus five run differential. I would never thought I would have seen the day. Yeah, I and what's even crazy is, look, the Guardians, which is also the Indians, in case you didn't know, they're plus 29 with only 63 wins. Like, you know, like Baltimore is plus five, 61 wins. It just simply does not help that they play in the uh, best division in baseball. Yeah. If and we then, do add two teams, hopefully Baltimore gets out of that AL East and gets into an easier division. I don't think they would take Baltimore out. If you so just cool. add two teams, you're going to have to take one team from each division. I mean, I would add... take Tampa out. That's the furthest one. But if Tampa moves to Montreal. Yeah, true. I hope they move to Montreal. It would be great. See, that's what's going to be crazy. Like, And we can get in that discussion, but that may be a totally different show. We go back to that. Every team or every you division has – Did fly past me? You didn't just see that? I did not, no. I'm sorry. Crazy. Maybe you are like Spider-Man because no one else can see this fly, or maybe you're hallucinating. Anyways, AL Central Uh, is starting to tighten up. 
so that's fun to watch. You got three teams within three games, basically, and then you fall off with the Tigers, who I thought would be a lot better in the Royal or the the Royals. But uh, the West, we got the Astros uh, plus Not even a competition. eleven and a half. The Mariners are looking good. They've won seven in the last three, which so has the Astros. They're on a three-game winning streak, so watch out for Seattle. There you are coming along, which, again, we just talked about. Technically, the Seattle would be in first place in the AL Central as well with 65. They have a two-game lead, lead winning by is what I was trying to say. So they're, they're a good team. Watch out for the Seattle team, my Seattle Redlegs. They are holders of the wild card spot, so. Absolutely. And the National League. Mets, that'll be a three-and-a-half game lead. I guess I was wrong. It's not two-and-a-half, it's three-and-a-half. Um, okay. And here's the other thing, too, though. Maybe maybe for the Mets, now you feel a little uncomfortable, though, because the first, the first two games were against not your A-plus pitchers, obviously, and I believe actually both games of, of the first two games of the series, both Met starting pitchers had to leave the game with an injury. Yes. But last uh, Walker night, was one, I think, after first yeah, inning. Walker was one. He had like uh, his back elbow. Up. Oh, back, yeah. I don't know who pitched the first time. Um, but anyway, the third game and the fourth game were Max and Degrom. And I think Scherzer gave up four runs. Although technically, he gave up one run and then had two runners left on base, and he came out of the game, and the pitcher mm-hmm. came in and. Gave up a home run. So, I, I mean, that rule. I kind of hate it too. Like, he didn't technically give him up. They were just on base because of him. He didn't give up the no. home run. Um, But they barely won that game. I think they won, I think they won like 9 7, I want to say. And then tonight, DeGrom on the mound, Mr. Untouchable, they lose a, they lose a game. Gets touched. That sounds dirty. Well, I'm not sure I would, you know, say that. that As much. you young folks say, pause. What was the score? Do you know? Three to two. Okay. DeGrom gave up two runs in the third, and then I, they scored another run in the seventh. Okay. I don't know if he was still pitching in the seventh. I, I mean, yeah, he was. It was six and two-thirds. He went five hits, three earned runs. What about St. Louis 13 to nothing over the Rockies today? Yeah. And, you know, Michael, a little transition, real cool, just real quick. You know, actually, hold on. You can see the rest of, of the standings right here, obviously. Uh, St. Louis and Milwaukee, that's going to come down to the end of the season, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Three-game lead for the Cardinals right now. And then, listen, the West isn't even – I mean, there's no point even talking about the Dodgers. Like, 81-36, and 36, they have a 16-and-a-half game lead. Actually, you know what, Michael, we only didn't even talk about? Yes. We didn't even talk about Tatis. I forgot about that. But, anyway, look, those are your standings. Um, for the people viewing and for the people listening, listen, we uh, told you everything anyway. But two things now that I just got reminded of. One being, I'll start with Albert Pujols. I'll start lighthearted first. He's at 690 home runs, Michael. 690 home runs. He had a grand slam today. And uh, is this is this on your radar at all? I'm sorry. Say that again. Oh, <laughs> this is just the unprofessionalism I have to deal with on this show, people. Yeah, I mean, you see what I'm dealing with? Um, 
who else is at 690 right now? Is 700 and, and him getting there on your radar? You don't care what? I mean, I care. Uh, it's a legendary player to my generation, at least, seeing him play for St. Louis in my division for so many years. Hated that he got traded to the Angels or wasn't got traded, but signed with the Angels in so many decade of a contract. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, honestly, he's a good guy. I used to hear uh, a Christian story about him uh, playing first base when he played in St. Louis. So, I mean, he's a good person. Um I'm happy for him. I love watching this. Uh, did you say what happened with the home run? Yeah, he had a grand slam today. Grand slam. First time ever that he's hit a grand slam or a home run from pitch hitting. Did you hear that? I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, let me go back here. Let me read that headline perfectly so I don't lie to you. Uh, pitch hit grand slam. Pujols, 900, I'm sorry, 690th first career for him. So that's all it says. So I'm going to say first career pinch hit grand slam, I guess. So, yeah, I mean – I mean, to yeah, me- you, you kind of got to – like, that's kind of an amazing stat, like, you think about it, but then you kind of got to go look back. He's like, never a pinch hitter. Pinch hitting, yeah. Exactly. Right, like, right. He was probably – he was starting every day. He was an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. Like, how, I wonder how many pinch hit at bats he even has. I mean, that's a good stat to know. I, I knew he was going to do it. But, no, Albert Pujols was an awesome player to watch, especially when he was younger, uh, first few years in his career. Like, I mean, the man was a monster in St. Louis. So even to see that he's coming back and being productive, like this is not a farewell farewell tour for him. Like, Well, you know, I was, just, I was just about to say that, though, Michael. Everybody knows that this is his last year. He said it. Right. I'm probably a little disappointed he's not getting a farewell tour. Now, listen, I understand. It's it's still got a few more games. Like, as it gets no, done, probably. probably no, but you don't remember, like, Jeter and, and Mariano's farewell tour? Do you yeah, not, I, do. Like you just, I hated it, but but like that's what. But even that, like everywhere they went, the first game or final game of the series, like I remember. Actually, I don't remember who gave it to him, but somebody gave Mariano Rivera like a a, a rocking chair made out of broken bats because you know obviously he broke a, a bunch of bats during his his career. Um, they gave him like fishing, like every like every team he went to right. gave him like a thing, and they did the same thing with Cheater. I'm kind of a little disappointed. But our Pujols isn't getting that. Like, do you know who this guy is? This is the first battle Hall of Famer, one of the better players of the generation. But is it the last series that they're playing with each other yet? That's what I'm at. Like, there's still going to be more series. I'm sure he's played in it. No, but, Michael, it was the entire season for the. So you're telling me that, like, the Boston gave Jeter stuff on the very first series, and then, like, every time they played in a series, Boston, they no, give him stuff? Here, no, 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 but here's my thing. I have he hasn't gotten anything the entire season. Michael, you don't think that they there's teams they've played already that they're not playing anymore, like an AL team? Possibly. They, they play the I AL. would say so. Well, maybe it's not a farewell. Or maybe he said he didn't want that. I mean I would assume that every NL Central Division team will give him something. But he's not yet said this is his final year, has he? I think he did. Are you because sure? Yeah, everybody. That's why everybody at the home run derby like, "Oh, this is your final year." Blah blah. blah. Well, yeah. Miguel Cabrera hasn't said it's his final year. Apparently, he's coming back though. I mean, I would, I would come back too because I think they owe him like twenty something million or thirty something mm-hmm. million dollars next year. I ain't walking away from that. I don't care if I'm no. the last. I don't care if I ride the bench every single game. I ain't walking away from millions of dollars. I'm not doing it. 
Absolutely not, not doing it. Um, last thing we'll end off here. I can't believe I forgot and it took this long. <laughs> Bad job out of us. Hey, man, real quick. You think my arms are getting bigger? I've been taking this new pill that's kind of helping me. Is like, it for a uh, ringworm? Ringworm? No, I feel like a, I can lift things a lot more. I don't know what it is, though, but oh, okay. I'm, I'm feeling yeah, more well, stout. Fernando Tatis, apparently, you know, some cream he was applying was On because. My neck. Oh, ringworm. Hey, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it was because, you know, it was ringworm now. Suspended 80 games, and Michael, let me tell you, I love it. Not the suspension, but I love the fact that like his teammates didn't hold back. Like Mike Clevenger, who, by the way, I know some people are getting on him because he's not exactly the greatest person to tell, talk about responsibilities because you remember during the whole COVID thing, he went out with a, with, with a teammate and mm-hmm. then didn't tell anybody that he went out and then got on the plane with the, with the Indians at the time. And Carlos yeah. Carrasco was on that plane, who, by the way, you know, is a cancer survivor who probably shouldn't be uh, – you know, exposed to things like of that nature. And, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, maybe not the greatest person. That's kind of like, you know, your guy Pete Rose talking about gambling. Um, right. Maybe not Fair the best enough. person. But he was like, yeah, this is the second time he's disappointed us. Like, I hope he gets his – I hope he gets it together and stops acting like a kid. And I was like, oh, hey, okay. Because, like, I feel like usually it's, yeah, like, you know, we hate that this happened. Um we're still going to support him in any way that he needs. You know, we're his teammates, much love. But And they were like, nah. And even Manny Machado, he was like, what, we got here without him? And he was like, we wanted wow. him to come. He was like, we wanted him to come back, but we got here without him. And I was like, okay, you guys are – because now you got to – Michael, it's 80 games, so it's the rest of this season. And even if it was – even if there were 80 games left in the season, which there obviously isn't, he right. wouldn't have been able to play in the playoffs. And no, then, no, 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 no. They would allow the playoffs somehow. No, you don't. If you get suspended with PDs, you're not allowed to play in the playoffs. I agree 100%. Oh, Michael, they would not have done that. <laughs> Be like, oh, well, now Tatis is no. trying to counter the evidence, so we're going to delay. I think it would have been a little late to do that. Just telling you. Um. But yeah, suspend it, and then so that also means because I think there's only like what is there? There's probably like forty or fifty games left in the season. I mean, I don't know honestly. But what's your last record? Because you're like seventy four and something, right? Seventy four and thirty. No, wow. Uh, I got it. I had to pull it up here. Tell you right now. I think these are seventy three and forty five. It'll be seventy three and forty six after this. So that's like one hundred twenty, basically. So yeah, like forty some games. So that means he misses the first 40 games next year, too. Unless, I mean, technically he's hurt, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter, though. So, I mean, the games count when he's not hurt? Like, how can he do a suspension when he's not even playing? See, that's why I think the postseason may – No, because it doesn't matter. He's suspended. He can't play even if he – it doesn't matter if he's hurt or not. So then it's not really a full suspension in my eyes. Why? He's going to come back this year. If you can't play because of physicalness, then you're not being suspended that game because you broke the rule, in my eyes. Well, I I mean, I think he was close to coming back, though. Right. He was close, but. So what? Okay, but then can't you just pawn it off longer? I would fake to say that I was 100% healthy and right now and ready to play and let my game start. it It is starting right now, though. 
That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying I don't know how that really works because if, like, say I broke my leg right now and I was out for a month and I got suspended for a month, well, I mean, would it really be a suspension? Because I'm out for a month. It's not really being suspended in my eyes. I don't know about you. What do I you mean, think? I can, see, I can see the argument, but, I mean, I, I think when he's suspended, he can't be around anybody either. Like, he can't, like, rehab with people. He can't. Right. So, I, I mean, I guess it's it's looking at it more that way than anything. But, Michael, I will say, because if, like, I, I asked you before, so I guess you obviously did not watch it, like you said, uh, the K-Rod thing with Sunday Night Baseball. Like, a lot of people don't like A-Rod because mm-hmm. of what he did, and especially Yankee fans, because, like, you know, he tried to sue the Yankees and, you know, did a whole bunch of stuff and bought whatever. Right. He, whoever his PR team is, by the way, did an unbelievable job because now I like thoroughly enjoy like listening to A-Rod talk about baseball. Like I feel like people don't forget what he did because he got you know busted twice for it. So people don't forget what he did, but I feel like he's much he's much more likable than he mm-hmm. ever was when he played or you know during the suspension or anything he like that. He dated Jennifer Lopez. Like he has so, to be likable. Yeah, you know. But he talked that about alone. he talked about Tatis and he was like <clears> he was like it, it just annoys me. He's like He's like, the fact that people didn't learn from my stupid mistakes. And he's like, I take full responsibility for everything. Like, you know, the way I acted back then, I was an absolute idiot. Like, he's very candid about, like, what he says now. And I think, like, like if you ever go on YouTube and you can go find him talking about Tatis, I think you would really like it. Because Oh, no, I see. Because so he was with Jeter in that conversation, right? Like, it's already been on social media with it. I don't know. That was a different part of the broadcast when they were. Oh, okay. I mean, he did. He did talk about uh, being suspended. I think when Jeter was there, but he like went on like a full like conversation about Tatis. Like after they found okay. out about it, it was because I've seen like, a, a like a little uh, slip from it. So I or clip, not slip. I would like to watch it. Yeah, it was really good. Really, uh, really nice to see. But yeah, like I said, whoever the social media people are, hell of a job you did. Hell, Absolutely. good some some good PR. But anyway, listen, we've covered everything. I. Got to complain about the Yankees being trash. The Braves are smarter than everybody because they sign people early. Who holds 700 watch? Tatis. I got to show you a video. Oh, brother. You ready? Oh, oh. Whoop. Yo, where's my jersey? Boy. Who is that boy? Where's my jersey? Well, I don't know if we can really say it's happening yet, but it is happening. Mm-hmm. So. Because they can I'm actually use it. Like you have. You mean this thing? In case you all didn't know who that was, that was Dalton Cornett. The uh, Bananas are starting back up with their banana ball. The co- Collegiate League is over, which they actually won. Starting again? Yes. Like this one, they weren't going to do. This was not planned at all. Uh, Dalton is not playing with the Genos right now. He went on down to Savannah, Savannah to play with them. Uh, he started out with the Savannas, but they've actually traded him, if you want to say, to the party animals because Again. they needed a catcher. Yes. But I've already talked with him on this because of our jerseys we're talking. It's like, well, hold up. I thought this. He said, I've already been guaranteed that in the spring, when like the usual time, I will be a banana. I said, okay. He said that they needed a catcher for the I mean, how I animals. think the party animal jerseys are fire, too. I'll take I, one I do, too. I think they're pretty cool. It was quite comical. We're just getting into that since you said that. But where they're sleeveless, the Dalton, the first time he had to wear it, he's like, man, do you think I should wear, like, a short sleeve under this? Because my arms aren't that big. I said, dude, wear whatever you want to, man. I, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Like, if you're party animals, have fun with it. 
I would have like cut little slips in it and made it like a little well, flames. Flames. Oh, hey, that's pretty cool. Anyways, that's me. but uh, the Banana Land is going to be on ESPN. Who I, I think no, Friday. Uh, is it on ESPN too? Well, it's I thought it was ESPN an ESPN Plus, Plus exclusive. No, the whole series is on ESPN Plus, but the very first episode is going to air ESPN Plus early on Friday, and then at 9 p.m. it's going to be on ESPN Two. But then every th- episode after that's going to be on ESPN Plus. Old Dad might be on there as a fan, just so you guys know, because you know I talked to y'all about it before. I didn't realize I was talking to ESPN, acting a fool, trying to hop up my Dalton and be like party animal. So who knows? My be, I didn't say my Dalton. I said hop. Yes, you did. No, you said hype up my Dalton. Oh, well, that does sound quite choir. My bad. So, uh, yeah. Should be interesting. I can't wait to watch it. Hopefully I'm on there and not acting a complete fool. Oh, Michael, if you are on there, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you if they see you so they can tweet you. If you see me on ESPN Plus in the Banana Land, please message me at MDLawson00 on pretty much any social platform there is. In the bio is a link on my link tree that you can my find all tree. my social medias. Do what? What? What'd you say? I don't know. I forgot. No, seriously, what'd you say? I don't know. I have short-term memory loss, Michael. If you get back to me in about two to three business days, that's when the long-term memory kicks in. Then I'll, I got you. Did, did I say something wrong? No. I was just being me. Oh, pff. Okay. Anyways, also go follow us at Backstop Banter. Check us out on the podcast, not the YouTube. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube, but that's under the Unwrapped Sports Network. And, yeah, go do everything you can. Anthony Conover underscore on Twitter for my thoughts. Uh, Monday's generational for my thoughts. Uh-huh. Lame. For your thoughts, too, maybe. I don't know. Um Monday's Generational Sports 7 Eastern. Me and Josh talk a little bit about everything. Tuesdays is the hard count. Me and CJ, I always like to say it's like this show, except the football version of it. Um, and then like Michael said, obviously make sure you come back every Thursday, 9 Eastern, and you join us here so we can talk about the baseball, the good old baseball. All three of those podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, so make sure you go and listen to them. Um Four podcasts. I forgot to say, count the bucket. Sundays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. Unbelievable. I would never disrespect my other co-hosts and forget their shows. Um, It's my own, and I forgot it. Unbelievable. Um, But with all that being said, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. And, uh, well, listen, we'll catch you on the next episode, all right? Tell them y'all have a good one.